This is Seymour Library's podcast, where we need to talk about books. Welcome back to Seymour Library's podcast, where we share with you our current reads, what we want to read, news about books, and what's happening at the library. Once again, this recording comes from a virtual meeting. Our show hosts for today, in order of appearance, are Kathy, Mary, and Jackie. And now, on to the show. I am so excited that I'm back to reading again. Yay! <laughs> um, first and foremost, it was just speaking with you two. And being around, I, I, I found that part of my problem was I was not surrounding myself with people that love to read. They read, they're informational readers, but because I'm not at work, I'm not around folks of our ilk that, <laughs> lo- that love to read and talk about books as if they're like real and family members <laughs> and without people looking at you like you're crazy, you know. Um, but Lisa Jewell hooked me with the family upstairs. Wow. Woo! It was great. I love that one. <laughs> well, I read your review. And and for you to say you like it a lot, um, it certainly isn't one of these historical fiction quality reads. But boy, it was it, as as Kelsey put in her review, it's twisty, turny. Um, even at the end, it was great. All right, that ending, Jackie. I don't know if you've read this one, but if you have not I read, I haven't the- read that one yet. Ooh, Jackie, you gotta read this one because the ending. Is like- I have to put it on my list. Oh my gosh you get through like the whole thing and you're like okay okay (laughs) and then it gets to the ending and you're like what (laughs) and then because i'm 55 i I had to go back (laughs) i had to go back and say wait a minute her and and them and oh my goodness um definitely got me out of my slump i'm excited to talk about it um, I called my mother. I said, you need to read this. Um, again, it was just a good book and it kept my interest. Um, so I thank you. Too, yeah, she's excited. I went to reserve more books, but um, obviously it's popular, that book, obviously, but all her others are checked out as well. I, and I, I used um, Hoopla. Now, the only thing is I know that I do audio. And you're more uh, the yeah. um, ebook, and I can't remember if they were both ebook and e audio, so I can't answer that. But I know that Hoopla has a huge collection of her works. And and again, if, yeah. in order to use Hoopla, I would have to do my iPad, the phone, or a newer mm-hmm. version of my Kindle. Yeah, you definitely. Maybe have it's like time. I think my Kindle's about 103 years old. You can get them for really cheap now, like the Kindle Fires. Yeah. I think it's under, I think it's under a hundred dollars that you can get really? one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can choose too. They have like the different sizes. And I think like the Kindle Fire 7 is the cheap one. And then there's maybe an eight or something. It's the screen size. Yeah, so like, I don't need anything fancy. Price, depending on the screen size. But um, yeah, they're affordable. And sometimes they, they go on even like higher sales. Um, Do you recommend Amazon? Well, if you're gonna get if you're gonna get a Kindle, then yes. <laughs> I 
I mean, that's my go-to anyway for everything, from, yeah. from dog food to a sundress. I think sometimes it's easier, especially if you have your account already. So it'll yeah. it'll be delivered to you like what, one or two. I don't know if you have oh. Prime, but this you have quarantine, Prime, we'll right there. This quarantine has done a number on my on my um, credit card because everything is on Amazon, and you know it's so easy to say buy now. Yes. <laughs> Yes, purchase. I'm back. Purchase. I'm. I'm hoping that helps. I thought if I went in and out, maybe it would. Yeah, you're clearer. Stop cutting out so much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one I'm going to read next. Any recommendations in the Jewel family? I really liked. Um, I could loan you my copy of Then She Was Gone. Um, but I really liked Then She Was gone um uh, not the family upstairs i haven't read she's gone and then she was gone <laughs> and she was gone and she was gone <laughs> i'm back um the other one was that uh um the other family the one. house she grew up yeah uh, yeah the, the house, house we, we grew, grew up, up in. in yeah yeah that was made me sad. That. i was i was thinking it may be too similar to this one right now so um, i was going to do the other uh and then she was it's, gone it's quite different um the the issues that they deal with in the um the house we grew up in is quite different from okay. the family upstairs you know what she reminds yeah. me of mary kubica um or who who wrote the child um oh come on Half of this podcast is us trying to remember <laughs> who the authors and titles are. But the child, who wrote the child? Let me see. A patron. I, I might not be able to. A patron uh, asked if oh, I wrote wants that. to give me his baby Yoda because that's the name of the character. <laughs> um, the child, a patron brought up when I phoned them and said, Do you recommend any other authors? And I said, Absolutely. Uh, Yoda Barton? Does that Barton? sound familiar? Fiona Barton. Fiona Barton. Mary Kubica, Fiona Barton, and Lisa Jewell are very similar um, uh, writing styles, in my opinion. Page turners, twisty, as Kelsey yeah. calls it. I've read some of like the, they're kind of classified as domestic thrillers. Ooh. So like uh, Ruth Ware. Yeah. And uh, um, I think her name, I think it's a she. <laughs> I think it's B.A. Parish. Hmm. Um, I think I've read like two of their books. Mary, I loved Ruth Ware. I read The Cabin. Yeah, The Woman um, in, in Cabin 10 or whatever. Wow, that was another good one. That, that was a twisty one. That was pretty that good. That was a twisty one. And I read that in the winter, again, before COVID, probably January. And it was perfect. I was under a blanket reading that. Oh, it was a good book. That's always good to hear, like the the good books. But yeah, yeah. Jackie, have you read Ruth Ware? Like what I like or don't like, you know, like I have not. Try some Ruth Ware. Is it in in a dark dark woods? Is that the? I read that. One too. Did... I think I talked about the one that is like the retelling of the Turning of the Screw. So mm. it was basically in the. Uh... I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So she does a lot of like those kind of twisty 
domestic thrillers like they're domestic thrillers i like that. yeah so it's like you know like home stuff where something twisty happens but it's not necessarily a mystery where somebody's murdered and right yeah it's it's more psychological suspense type of yeah type right. of reading and that's that's really good and i also liked how the chapters were divided it sounds silly but i could i would complete one chapter and then go do an errand complete a chat and i didn't get lost she you know she was not too detailed where i became confused at the end i was just shocked put it that way and this is this is i'm referring to um lisa jewel's book it was really something i'm, I'm glad i read it makes me happy do you want to give a small plot synopsis like the <laughs> it's hard I was to think of this I was thinking of this, and without giving anything away, um, it's just very layered and and generational, and it starts with a, a dysfunctional situation that that um, I mean it goes wonky quick, um, <laughs> and it's just really good. It involves any, and I also read it could be considered um there was a cult-like situation involved and i thought yes <laughs> yeah it was that book is crazy i mean the main setup that you you learn is there's a young woman who is inherits a house she didn't know whether or not she was going to inherit the house she inherits the house and then she starts to well she's she does start to uncover like the i don't know the history of the house um, and that story, but at the same time, we're given that history through other, like, it flips to the past, and we get that narration. And yeah, it doesn't, but it I want to get more than confuse that. you. Sometimes when that happens, right. people get confused, and they say, I don't want to read where I have to go back and forth. No, it was, uh, the transitions were, were well done for me. Yeah, it's laid out, like, very clearly and cleanly, and usually whatever, like, she's dealing with that's what the next chapter of the past is going to deal with yes it was sequential yes yes yeah so it, i don't know i thought it was really good and just the whole twistiness of that story like who is she and then <laughs> who are these people of the house <laughs> and i like the fact it also um i mean depending on the age of the reader um it flips back to the 90s Yes. As if that's a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, thinking, now it kind of is. I don't know, thirty years. Wait a minute, that was yesterday. That's not long. What do you mean? And then it talks about cell phones now. You know, so yeah. I thought they're considering the '90s a different generation. You know. Yeah. Well, technically, the '90s. I was just talking about this. It's a historical fiction now. Oh, yeah. But oh. Mary, what did say like 2000 and yeah i think further the back oh yeah it's like it's like actually it might be now 9 11 and back is historical oh, that's not good i know when you realize that like a good chunk of your life is now historical fiction well i'm much older than you bit, two. i messed up <laughs> listen when i have to put my date on to online and you have to hit that little Oh, the first goes, day? Oh. 
I, mine is at the bottom of the ticker. I have you to keep to going and going and going. <laughs> yeah, you're like on the equivalent of being born in like 1900 now. Oh, <laughs> Why do they do that to people? Like you should just be able to type it in. Then you don't yeah. have to do that drop down list of like and mine all the years. The sound effects like it's a ticky 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 ticky. Tick. Mine goes on for like three minutes. Ticky ticky ticky. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, this is awful. <laughs> I just feel like I don't need a drop down menu for that. I can just type in what year it was. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like I said, I got a couple years on YouTube. I don't like that. I thought, geez, are this is the number going to be here? <laughs> Oh well. oh well. Have you both read any really good books lately? I have. Go ahead. I have as well. <laughs> you go first, Mary. Yeah, I spoke up first. Um, I so I. You may have heard, even from this discussion, that I've been reading a lot of like domestic thrillers and psychological suspense and things like that. So I wanted a break from that, and also from my my big fantasy series because I I love fantasy as well. So I actually went to an author that I've read in the past and I like her work, which is Cecilia Ahern. Um, for those who may not know her, P.S. I Love You was her big, huge blockbuster work. Um, I read but, that book. <laughs> but she's done a bunch of other works as well. So I was looking to see like, okay, what haven't I read yet? And I found a book. Uh, I think I found the book on Hoopla. And it was called 100 Names. And I'm like, okay, I'll give this a try. So uh, the book is about a journalist. I'm going to call her a journalist because I think that's the closest to what her title is. I can't remember if her one job was writing for a magazine or a newspaper, but it's print media. So she has one job that is in print media. And then she has another one that, well, she was trying to break into like the TV genre of journalism. Uh, unfortunately, her last story ended terribly um she didn't necessarily flush out all of her sources the way that she should have and so there's been a big scandal and it kind of wrecked that part of her career and a little bit of her life um so when the book opens like she's talking to her best friend they're like i think cleaning graffiti off of her door or something and she realizes like her boyfriend, her longtime boyfriend that was living with her has left. Like he's taken all of his stuff and is just gone. So she's been abandoned by like everything. And on top of that, her boss of her other job, the print media one, who is also her like mentor and best friend is dying and does die. I mean, this isn't a big, this is all set up right away. So no big spoiler there. So her, her friend Constance dies and she's kind of like, what do I do now? Because she's trying to rebuild her career and the support that she's had. So now nobody really wants to touch her because she's had this huge scandal. Um, so essentially what happens and lays out the rest of the book is that they want to do this tribute um, issue for Constance. And all of everybody else is like going to cover her big stories that Constance did. But um, I should say the main character is Kitty Logan. Kitty knows that Constance wouldn't like that, that Constance was always about new stories and new stuff. So she wants to take on a new story. Um, so she ends up getting Constance's idea book. And there is, it's essentially where she writes articles she wants to write in it. And there's a list of 100 names. 
And so it becomes Kitty's mission, I guess. And it's the, the article she proposes is that she's going to find out what this story was and then write the story. So she starts investigating the names, trying to find these people and, and what their story is and why were they important to Constance? Like, how did they know her? And uh, it doesn't turn out the way she thought it was, but it all gets explained throughout the whole story. You do meet, you don't meet all of the 100 characters, but you do meet six kind of interesting people. And it was just more of one of those kind of seeing someone get back on their feet and more like life affirming and the specialness of the unique individual. So it was how, long was how long was it? How long was it? It was not that long. I don't remember like page length because I listened to the audio right. and I know the audio wasn't that long. <laughs> Sounds interesting. But yeah, it was good. Um, I think, I don't know if it's out yet, but I think she has a continuation of the P.S. I Love You book. She's supposed to have a second book coming. What's that about? I don't remember that book. P.S. I Love You is the one where the um, wife's husband dies. But he left her the letter. I can't really say much more than that. I never. I'm sorry. This is my big confession. I never read the book. I saw the movie. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the husband's secret. I did read the book, and I've read and other books of hers. Well, I haven't read it. I don't know. Yeah, it's different from the movie in yeah. that it is set in Ireland, um, and her her big the the big plot in the movie. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but. Uh, the movie is set in America, um, so there, there's some cultural differences. Uh, I liked them both. Uh, I I made in that case just because I liked how it was. Uh oh, we lost. Just just different. Um, but you still had the basic premise where her husband dies and he leaves her these letters that kind of encourage her to live. Um, and find out, like, find yourself as a person. Because um, she's been kind of very, like, wishy-washy her whole life, not really sticking with anything. And he wants to give her that gift of kind of finding herself. Yeah, and if I, re if I remember correctly, like, part of why they changed it, not only because it was, you know, America making the movie, but I think because they wanted Hillary yeah. Blank, right? Wasn't that who was in it? Because she was, like, big at the time. Yep, she was the main actress. Yeah. Who? Who? Hillary Swank. Do you remember oh, yeah. Million Dollar Baby? Yeah. yeah, so I think they just wanted her at the time. But I like Cecilia Ahern because her books are usually set in Ireland because she's Irish. <laughs> so I, I she's Irish. That makes sense. In Irish books. Um, probably goes back to, like, just my genetic makeup. is like, It's good to know, too, because oftentimes people want Irish authors. I like that. And it's really good... Um, when you get to listen to the audio and they're read by actors that are Irish or British um, and you can hear their accent and you can hear how things are pronounced on their end. I don't know. I love it. It's a great idea. <laughs> I was thinking without reading that book or even knowing the author, I thought it was like Lane Moriarty's The Husband's Secret. He passes away suddenly and leaves letters that show that he led a second life that wasn't conducive. <laughs> this is more of the sweet end of that. Like, yeah. That's like dark yeah. More like, I want you to live your life. <laughs> yeah, this was, if yeah. you weren't already gone, you'd be gone now. I'm like, <laughs> now that I've read what you've been up to, buddy. 
Um, yeah, so that's a great idea. I gotta remember that yeah. other. With uh, her books, there's usually like a, a bit of romance in them. Like I would never classify them as romances. They're more contemporary books, but um, and sometimes with magical realism, but um, in general, yeah. But there's usually a little little romantic subplot that happens. Hmm. Jackie, what have you read? Well, uh, speaking about people who get up to things, um, I just read City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. Ooh. She is the author of Eat, Pray, Love, yeah. um, which I have not read. I did see that movie, though, but I have not read that book. Remind me to tell you about um, the story when you're done. And, <laughs> well, so like most of the books I read, it was for my family book club. Um, and I have to say I picked it because, well, I like historical fiction, but also because of the cover. Um, <laughs> it has like a really cool cover with like girl feathers on it and pearls and I was like oh let me let me see what that's about. um it was it follows like well yes it's like a letter this older woman is telling her loose story about this younger lady who actually not that young but she's telling her story to this woman and uh kind of how she met this woman's father so many years ago, but it takes a long time to actually meet the father. It's more the story of who, how she became the person she is, um, her, her backstory. So in, uh, it takes place in the night, well, it's in the 1940s. Vivian, the main character, goes to, uh, she's strapped on, I think it was her, and she goes to live with her aunt who owns the playhouse kind of off-Broadway, um, a crumbling old playhouse that does kind of these vaudeville uh, cheesy shows, uh, Peace to the Masses, and, and she goes there and she live. Um, she doesn't know who she is as a person. She kind of just grabs on to interesting people, and she has a skill. She was very close to her grandma. Um, and at this point in the book, her grandma has passed away, but she had taught her how to sew. She becomes the costumer for all of the, I guess, actor actresses. Um, and then she starts hanging out with uh, this showgirl, Celia, and they kind of go out and about on around the town and just flooding and housing and all, ki all, all kinds of things. Um, so um, she, her grandma had taught her how to sew, and not only how to sew, but how to kind of sew seamlessly. Um, she, she made her kind of be the best. Uh, and so she had always used that as kind of a, I guess, a social standing skill to get people to like her uh, in college and in um, a boarding school. And now she, uh, she's using that skill at the playhouse to create costumes. Um, and then I don't know if this part was before or after, but she makes friends with one of the showgirls and she starts kind of going out on the town, drinking and carousing and, and, uh, and that goes on for a while. And then, um, a new character is introduced. Oh no. Her, 
her oh, aunt. Lost. <laughs> he lost me again. Oh no! <laughs> it was a really dramatic pause. So was the new character her aunt? New and Vivian aunt. So they're kind of. I think at some point, late forties or fifties, um, and traditional uh like Edna and Peg would have been alive in the 20s um and they had actually met when Peg was running shows for uh soldiers during World War One. there's this whole whole backstory uh Edna comes and Peg wants to create a show that kind of caters to, to her um she had actually come to be in a different show from England, and then her home was destroyed uh, during World War II, um, which is, as this book goes on, um, America hasn't joined the war yet, um, but it's, it's in the background of the whole book. And uh, so they, they start creating this new play, and it's called City of Girls. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the book is named. It sounds great. Yeah. And so you kind of, it talks about the the play and the characters and they start getting in some new actors and Vivian's making the costumes and she kind of has her first, her first crush or her first love. And then something happens, bad decisions are made and it kind of sets the tone for, for the rest of her life. Um, there is one of the, harshest cut down scenes I have ever read in a book. I just, I like this one character just tore a woman apart and I'm not going to tell you who, but it was brutal. Um, and I just found the book very interesting. I loved all the talk about like the fashions of the times. It's, it goes from the forties and I think to current time or maybe like the 2000. Um, so you have like all of the fashions and in that world because that's her that's her skill she loves to sew and create and i found i found the book very interesting yeah hmm. i know that's my my go-to word very interesting but it was it, it it was intriguing and the humor in the book it was just very cleverly written very like uh very snappy with the humor and the dialogue and yeah um yeah, I would I would recommend this book. I um you mentioned E Pray Love. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um E Pray Love by Elizabeth Gilbert taught me a lesson because when that first came out, uh it taught me a lesson that what books you enjoy or recommend to others, you may have read in your 30s, 40s, or 50s. And you're going to pay attention who you're recommending it to because it's, I hate to, I'm not, you know, it's not ageism, but it is. Um, when I first read that book, um, everybody loved it. Eat, pray, love. And I'm reading it thinking, um, stop whining. <laughs> I remember. Get yourself off the marble floor in Italy if you want to find yourself. Go volunteer at the cancer ward at Upstate, you know? And I didn't look at the travels and the food. And so if I'd been in my 20s or possibly 
in the 60s or 70s, age-wise, I would have appreciated different things. So I wouldn't read after that. Any of her, <laughs> I didn't finish it. And then she came out with the signature of all things. And it's one of my all-time favorite books because she went from Eat, Pray, Love to a historical fiction book that for me was like none other. It was so good. And I highly recommend it. If I could have given it 10 stars, I would have. Eat, Pray, Love, eh. But I think that does show, though, that you shouldn't, I don't know, necessarily exclude an author just because you don't connect with one of their books. Because maybe yes. they either haven't created your book yet or they do have another book that maybe you'll like just as much. Or um, you, you tell someone, everyone kept saying to me, you have to read this. Oh, my goodness, it's beautiful. It's this. And, you know, at the time, again... I, you know, kids were teenagers. I was running all over. and She's laying on the line, laying on the marble floor somewhere, crying and trying to find herself. Yeah. And I thought, get up, would you please? I don't care about the travels. Um, <laughs> and so that taught me to, if I, again, if, if I read that in my 20s, I would have been enamored. Yeah, I remember working with you at the time. That I was mad. Was <laughs> <laughs> You didn't want to recommend it to people. I said, be asking, asking for it because we had to put it on hold for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and it I was just like, to, yeah, I didn't want to not, you know, you're not supposed well, yeah, to. You have to do it. Yeah. You're not supposed to opinionate to the point where right. you could take this out, but <laughs> <laughs> you just have to do it. But I remember the discussions afterward, and you were like, I, I can't stand that book. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I thought to myself, gee. And like I said, I think I'm the only one that at the time the Titanic came out, everybody said, you have to watch this. And it just took forever for some of the characters to die. You know, I thought, just come on, you poor thing, just go under. I, I think it is a bit torturous to watch that movie. Like, I don't want that to sound, I, I think it is, it's beautifully cinemagraphic and everything. Like, yes. I think, yeah, it's, it's very well done. But at the same time, the... The way it's let so go, Jack, long. Let go. It's time. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad by the end. Mm. I'm just like, oh, this is so warm. Which, in a way, I suppose we should feel because that was a historical event that I know was horrible. Like it I was horrendous. I know the people that were in that accident. Like it was just, oh, what a mess. Horrible. I watched it with Dixie years ago. We were working together. We went to the movies, and we're both, you know, again. It depends on, on your point in your own lifetime, but we were exhausted. We wanted to go home and it just didn't see. <laughs> we're both looking at each other in the movie theater thinking, Jack needs to let go. We have to go home. We're exhausted. That was a long time in the theater. And I remember when it came out that like everybody was, um, well, one, there was the big talk about will people stay right. for a movie that long because this it was totally new it was the i think the longest movie at the time it was especially without like any intermission because like there were movies in like the early days where they'd have that break like a lot of the musicals were really long but That's they'd right. have like, the intermission and then suddenly titanic comes out and they were like this is gonna bomb Ooh. we don't think people are gonna stay in seats for that long and now it's completely normal to have movies over three hours but, but, like, we, but we watch them from home now more than theaters. <laughs> right? Some, sometimes we get ourselves to the theater 
because we really want to watch that next uh superhero avengers yeah. movie yeah yeah okay <laughs> and then i i remember too when um lord of the rings came out and you know that was another grand epic masterpiece that yeah you had to sit a long time well i missed that one (laughs) i did not all in the theater but um that was funny same with eat pray love i guess that's what i'm saying is you know it, it it just seemed like yeah, it was it wasn't for me, but it the, the signature of all things I can't I can't recommend highly enough. I really can't. And talk I about Paige and genres. Yeah, I haven't tried her uh, her works yet, but like hearing about this one and that one, now I'm like, okay, maybe I'd give the historical fiction a try because I really wasn't that drawn into Eat Pray Love. I did see the movie of that as well because I think it was on TV or something. I wouldn't but... even watch the movie. I was so mad. <laughs> well like i said i think it ended up being on tv so it's one of those things you're like i'll just sit here and watch this but it was never like a big passion for me because i am more about like i believe you can always find little things that inspire you and keep you happy um i don't think you always have to go on a grandiose adventure thank you get things into perspective you want to find yourself there's plenty of volunteer jobs you'll find yourself so i didn't necessarily identify and want to read that story either um, but I would be interested in her other work well, because Julia it was Roberts. never a question about whether or not she could write. It was more just that that content didn't attract me. That was a nicer way to say that. Yes, I was just mad, and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Louise, yeah, and I just told everybody, like I did many books at the time. You know, it's so subjective. I didn't give my opinion until they asked me. And I said, well, it depends on where you are in your life and what age you are and how you appreciate it. But I honestly, I wasn't going to read Signature of All Things. I was, I was like mad. And I'm glad I did because she really, she made it up to me. And Oprah, she's one of the um, Soul Sunday inspirational speakers. Um, so anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, it was good, though. <laughs> Thanks for the discussion. Certainly. <laughs> Jackie, you're back. I'm back. There you are. Yay. Lost you for a little bit again, but that's okay. I mean, we had a great discussion based on your your book pick. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a truth. Well, I, I caught the end part of it. She definitely... Gilbert is definitely a talented writer. I mean, the research that had to have gone into this book, at least, City of Girls, with all of the fashion. And I always appreciate people who could talk about fashion because that's there's a lot to yes. look into when you're going that into detail. And then, um, yeah, Jackie, and, and just a, a sense point. of humor. I think her research that went into Signature of All Things being a historical fiction book. Um, it was it was unbelievable, and even history buffs gave her five stars. Um, so yeah. good, so good. It's a lot of research. Yeah, that's why I feel like it must be so daunting, because um, I do some writing, but it, it's just so daunting going to anything that requires that much research, because that's you're just going to be researching, interviewing, and trying to make it as authentic as it can be, and it's a, a daunting task. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you have to be careful too, because like you could think that you have a a new fresh idea or a new take, but you don't know who's out there researching and potentially going to write yeah. about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you get called on the carpet for it after yeah. you you wrote your book. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad you're writing. Well, that. I'm kind of not so much right. Uh, I, try, I try to. I uh, usually it's the the research stops me. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah a lot. it's a lot. Or I'll switch to reading. So yeah, yeah. it's too tempting to just read. Or uh, yeah, like oh well, I'll just read this book I'm instead. Online. Yeah. I am researching. I'm online, but really, you're like looking up the. 10 best songs from 2000 or something (laughs) (laughs) or on Amazon somehow you ended up on Amazon because there was this great history book that you were going to use for a reference but suddenly you're looking at cat food and you don't even have a cat (laughs) or puppy food Amazon Um, the the Lisa Jewell book that your pick Jackie reminded me of um, was before I met you so there's kind of like parallel yes. stories. Yeah. Or like the, there's like the modern girl, but then there's the other parallel story of her grandmother and what happened in her, her life. So mm. I know that just, it reminded me. I love stories like that. Yeah. Um, the Boston girl was the grandmother telling her story yeah. to a granddaughter. And I, I very much got the sense of that kind of, tone um and in the book she she you know she's telling it to somebody um because she 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 talks to her in the book like she'll break from the story and she'll be like Angela this happened (laughs) or you know I wish I hadn't done this looking back and uh it's just it's it's an interesting to read that like that kind of it's interesting to read that kind of perspective or a book written in that way different from the you know it's just slightly different it makes it an interesting read yeah because that would have been more like yeah like you said like somebody was telling the story whereas in like um before i met you you don't like she's trying to discover the story of the grandmother story yeah 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 that's that's different um but still i like i like those that kind of go to your own your own your own grandma like i love stories that my grandma has told me so yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel this book. Good. Yay. Thank you for joining us. We hope you heard something that you are interested in reading. Stay tuned to the library's social media and our website for more great content, including book recommendations. And stay tuned for our next episode, because we still need to talk about books. Mm-hmm.